We're yep. here. Um, we are here. It, Andrew, on the Zoom, I, if if this wasn't a Zoom, if this was a television show that I was looking at, it looks like your shirt is blurred because there was some... Oh, okay. It looks like you're wearing like a logo shirt on a reality show and they had to blur it. Yeah, it's really... I, I think it's just my camera's right at the... It's a, it's a photo of a duck. And then on the back, is it a photo of a find out? Just a, uh, just a, uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why it's like this. Yeah, it's just a, a duck shirt um, that my friend uh, Lucy made. Um, but um, no, it, it, because of the soft focus of the photograph, yeah, it looks like, it's mostly looks like, um, yeah, pixelated, um, like a Sprite logo or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you wore your Sprite shirt. You didn't realize yeah. you were wandering into my reality show that I have following me and filming me everywhere I go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. Oh, uh, here's my friend Andrew. Sorry he wore a Sprite t-shirt. Okay, so I just signed this release. Um, yeah, okay, that's yep. fine. <laughs> Sign this release, but also, like, try and be your most heightened version of yourself. Like, be Andrew, but, like, just plus 10, you know? Mm-hmm. We're not going to mm-hmm. feed you for 14 hours. <laughs> here's a little yeah here's a carafe of wine enjoy yourself yeah. go have yeah. fun go nuts <laughs> um this is the program y'all is the psoriasist and the oh. answer is yes and spooky uh, I'm Tawny Newsom. boo Halloween that's Andrew T that's Kevin Bartelt our producer and we uh we listen to your voicemails about racism this spooktober this happy Happy Halloween. Oh yeah, this is this is uh given our our uh, recording schedule. This is straight up just our Halloween episode. I hadn't I hadn't Ooh. thought about that. Scary racism. <laughs> <laughs> every weirdly every uh I almost said every email. You know how this yeah. show is an email? <laughs> yeah, every dot com that comes in. They <laughs> Oh, I just meant that every it's all Halloween de- decorations. This podcast is a bunch of Halloween decorations. What am I even saying? This this ho- this podcast is a Halloween spirit store. Um yeah. that's the key is we just we come into your town, we find uh like I'm going to think I'm going to say a Rite Aid, a, a building that used to be a Rite Aid, and we sell you your Halloween spirit. Mhm. Um yeah. This the still the racism show. I we were having trouble talking about uh, trying to figure out what was happening in the news worth talking about besides Halloween because it's also I think I feel like the racism side of Halloween is it's actually a post holiday dissection usually we don't have anything yeah we got to look around at the celebrities that did problematic shit and then pull that someone's going to be in blackface but who. Ooh, that's Ooh. the spookiest question of all. The blackface um, might be coming from inside the house or just somewhere on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't think we have anything. And then the, like the other stuff that seemed big is mostly an escalation. Not not that it matters, but it's sort of like, yeah, the logical conclusion of a bunch of shit, Kanye West stuff. You're like, yeah. He is embraced by the Nazis for saying Nazi stuff. Ooh. Yeah, so there's a hate group in Los Angeles that took over an overpass. And, you know, basically we're like, Kanye's right. about, And it's like, do you think these Nazis are really standing behind Kanye, a black man? 
do, well, Tanya, do you really think that these people are sure you guys might be aligned in your hate right now but uh those are the people that are gonna have your back mr west i i think i mean obviously when push comes to shove he's simply a tool but yeah um you know i think in the short term it is like you know the 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 American white supremacy, all white supremacy, has use for black people. Sure. Um, so sure. it's never like... Especially powerful, famous, rich ones. Yeah, it's never going to be as clean as you want. There's never going to be a moment where he's betrayed by the Nazis and he's like, what have I done? Like, regrettably, right. we're never going to get that because that's not, unfortunately, how this shit works. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it is that thing. I mean, like, look, him going going around with fucking Candace Owens is like, yeah, you're you're at the, you know, bottom of the bottom of the fucking barrel, and but there's nothing new, and, um, you know. His like his like, oh, I'm just asking questions. Oh, I'm a free thinker. It's like, yeah, you free thought yourself all the way into like. You know, 1932. Yeah. Ooh, good for you. They done man. Fr- they done free thought all that, and we saw how that turned out. Yeah, um, amazing, amazing work. Ooh. A man who brags about never having cracked a book. It's like, uh, yeah, that's and, true. And he's I mentally mean, ill. <laughs> all of this, and he needs help. So he's he's yeah. a bigot and a mess. And he does need some serious help. But I'm also just looking sideways at all these like companies and places and, you know, that just in Hollywood news. Adidas uh, still has not, as of, as of this recording, still has not like cut ties with him, which is still hasn't dropped him, which I mean, uh, it'll, it'll get there though. But also like uh, his agency, which full disclosure is my agency. And I guess your agency now too. Hey, Hey, I CA haven't been told Hive. I'm not. <laughs> Rise up. Rise up for capitalism. Um <laughs> but uh they they just dropped him, but I'm like, so wait, were we cool when he was like slavery was a choice? All that was fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're I mean the answer people is people are dropping him now, rightfully so, but like let's just examine what it took to what it took. He literally had to praise Hitler yeah. to get people to be like, maybe this guy's bad news, which is yeah. just Par for the course in this town. You know, to the to the extent that it is helpful at all, um, and I guess you never know, but like you know, these corporations are immoral to amoral at best. Yep, and they're not doing this because it's the right thing to do. They have just decided that there's a line to cross that costs them money more than it makes them money, and. To the extent that there's anything hopeful about this, it's good that that line still exists. I perpetually like, you know, someone someone reps Tucker Carlson. You know, like, yep. There's kind of no moral bottom, honestly, to how awful like these people can be as long as they make some kind of money. But describing or describing them deciding that look, there is at least some kind of line as far as, like, even money goes, um, I guess is Mm -hmm. good. You know, as far as, like, pop perceptions of white supremacy goes, I don't know. I mean, it's bad. It's fucking, it's fucking very, very, very bad. But at least, like, at least there is some type of, uh, like, punishment-ish. I mean, not really, but sort of. Um... So yeah, that's a, hmm. I don't know. I feel like perpetually there's nothing really more to say. Um, 
I guess there's there's some like element of like I I am always like I, the more I think about it, and I this is contra- not contradicts, but this is a little different than what I think I even said last week. Um, it's if there's an element of like. <laughs> You know, I I just like I feel like the saying like like you got to divorce the artist from the art has not been possible ever. I just I'm starting to realize like but especially with the existence of money, like it's like what do you, you can't like the artist still I don't know I I mean I you know I guess it is just like finding the complexity and enjoying what you can out of what you have available. But I'm just like, oh. like I said last week, already yeah. own the physical media, so you're not actively lining their pockets when you listen to them again. Hence my argument yeah. for buying vinyl. Buy vinyl, everybody. Yeah. Buy vinyl before your faves come out as anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> own their catalog before they say some problematic shit or actively harm somebody. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the best we can do. I don't know. I mean. I mean, truly, there's not great answers. Or you can just like be like, I don't listen to them anymore, and that's fine as well. And that's what a lot of people are doing. Um, It kind of just comes down to what you can stomach. Like, I know I I can't stomach any R. Kelly, despite spending my formative years in Chicago, and I I can't even listen to it. It can't. It it makes me nauseous. But I can listen to old other other people that are bad. I just have to do it quietly and in secret. I mean, there's an there's an element of like, like with R. Kelly and Woody Allen, like the art is about those things. We just like oh, chose, yeah. chose not <laughs> there is to no separation. You know, because it, it is like, yeah, the artist is one thing, and the art is about the the same thing. So yeah, whereas you know, it it's it's I you know the earlier. Most of Kanye's music is not about this stuff. All, right. I mean, all of it, obviously. It's like none, none of this is like as bad as he's gotten in the last week. And then, um, th- so there's at least a difference of like, that's not what you're consuming when you listen to the music. Right. Um, you're still like providing some kind of profit. But um, yeah, again, I did that. I did that podcast where I watched fucking Manhattan um, mm-hmm. and... I'm like, yeah, I was right when I hated this when I was fucking 17 or 18. This shit is fucking <laughs> creepy. And this guy sucks. Yep. I don't know. So. End of story. Yeah. Beginning of story and end of story. I'm like, yeah, from the top, from the jump. It's, it's, it's the stuff that's above the subtext. Um, that's like. Yeah, being, we call that text. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it's just in it. Just in it. <laughs> The text, you know, when you open a book and the things you see on the page, just the texts. <laughs> yeah, those words and whatnot. That's mm-hmm. the problematic part. Yeah. Um, the problematic part isn't so much the art as it is everything the art is about. <laughs> yeah, you know the the sort of themes and also the the explicit the content and the words, words and the yeah a lot of the words stories that it's getting across. Yeah, yeah a lot of most of the words and the the characters and the things they're saying. Hmm. Uh, the points of view. Um, let's see. It's also election season. 
the spookiest time of the year when LA's white supremacists dress up as Democrats and tell, Whoa, Andrew. tell the wow. people that they care about social. I really, first of all, I, I've been watching too much YouTube. So the number of like Rick Caruso and fucking Mitch O'Farrell ads that try to paint them as like um, progressives or like Left. truly yeah. not, you know, in any kind of social justice context is disgusting. Um, again, what you Mitchell Farrell. I've been, I watched a full playthrough of Resident Evil 8. Wow. Or 7? No, 8. That was the main thing. I did uh, that. That uh, that video game too scary. Mm -hmm. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I can't do any scaries. I don't do any scary things. Shows, no. movies, video games. I don't want to be scared. Yeah, why? Why be scared when uh, you can just be scared? Why be scared when world? you can be not? <laughs> that. That's my hot take. <laughs> just try not. Have you considered not? Are you considered not being scared? I try. I try all the time. Um, so yeah, fucking to the extent that you have any energy, get out there. Um, I promise in your city, there is something local that matters that, um, you know, we are also seeing the necessity of national stuff, but I, it's, it's just like the thing where like your efforts have marginal value like very marginal value yeah. nationally and they have it can have immense value locally and so it's more that i think i'm i feel like i i come off as advocating like don't give a fuck about the rest of the country but it's not that it's just that like when that starts to feel immensely empty which it can a lot mm -hmm. of the times you know just the idea of like making phone calls for like a a senator in a state you don't live in it's like, what is that? Like, whereas, like, yeah, trying to rally the dozen votes that would be a percentage, a whole number percentage of the difference in, like, a, you know, city council or, like, a local, um, you know, whatever, you know, any number of things on, on the ballot that are right now that matter. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking as someone who lives in a city, but... It just really like to me. It's like just the value of your time. Um, sure. I think can be can be greatly improved. Um, I don't know. I also watched eight hours of someone playing a video game. So what the hell do I know? <laughs> How valuable is my time? I don't know, man. Uh, I know w one thing. I do know is that uh, your time is not too valuable. For me and Kevin to have given you a bunch of singing lessons last Friday. Oh my gosh. And we, I think we, you and I had not realized the schedule. Well, we, we could. The release order. Yeah. Listen, we fucked all up. This was, this was our fault. I would say more my fault because I feel like I started talking as if this, this, um, this extra, this suboptimal bundle uh, episode was going to be in the far future and you just humored me and went with it. Uh, which I appreciate. I, I had no idea. I didn't know what was going on. And then it, it, Kevin put it out on Monday and I was like, oh yeah, that's what you said in the email. <laughs> yeah. It was great. We, the, we didn't read the emails, but we, you know, got the vibe. Um, I did, it, sadly. 
but what we're talking about, if you don't know, uh, on, over on our subscription site, suboptimalpods.com, where you can subscribe to hear all kinds of bonus content that usually isn't about racism. Helps us keep the lights on. Go check it out. Uh, we <laughs> we recorded a three-part series last Friday uh, entitled Andrew Sings. <laughs> the mm-hmm. first part is out now, and it is, boy, the reactions have been strong. <laughs> there have been strong, positive, all positive Really well, big reactions from people on yeah. this, this episode. Big reactions from a big artist or to a big artist. That's me. Uh, just like really, no, it, it was, I was honestly needed probably emotionally a little more time than we had to <laughs> deal with what <laughs> we were doing. I just wasn't ready. But yeah, I, I would say sure. this was some of the most vulnerable shit I've ever done. I'm still embarrassed about it. I, I can't. I don't really want to think about you it. crushed. Yeah. But Tawny, Tawny and Kevin gave me a little, little singing lesson um, where uh, I, for some reason, decided it'd be fun to try to learn how to sing Sia's Chandelier. Uh, this was Andrew's pitch. I yeah. thought he was going to pick something simple. I, I think it was, like, it was I think it'd be fun. Asterisk. Also, I didn't. I didn't think at all about um, how problematic Sia is. So excuse us on that. There's multiple moments in the episode where that comes up, but um, it was mostly just like I want to sing something that I felt like would not be p- capable. I would not be capable of singing. <laughs> and I'm still kind of not, but you know, I, I definitely made made big improvements over the course of um, the the episodes. Yeah, wait till you guys get to part three. Part two, I'm really excited about. I, I'm excited about all of it. So definitely check that out. Um, it's a good. It's arc in our uh, suboptimal bundle. That's uh, on suboptimalpods.com. If you want to hear this nonsense, uh, we just need a place where we don't talk about racism. You guys, this is the this is the medicine show that's the candy mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. want some candy with our medicine oh speaking of medicine with our candy also this is not really racism except um the way everything is racism especially everything to do with cops but once again we're in um drug dealers are putting fentanyl in your kids candy this halloween season um i don't know Which is just uh, it- you know what? We're we're not experts on this topic, and it's a little outside of our uh, lane. But what I will point people to, there's a great um, Twitter account. I think they have other accounts. There's like a website too called Dance Safe. Dance Safe is a great resource for uh, harm reduction in terms of anything to do with surrounding drugs. And they've been really pushing out the narrative that like one this this idea that like there's fentanyl in your kids' candy is one a distraction from all kinds of other shit uh it always pops up around election time to make parents fearful and to make people think that they need to i don't know i don't really know what the end game is to make people vote for conservative candidates um and two that you know if fentanyl is a real concern for people who use drugs and companies like this, they're all about harm reduction. They will sell you test strips for fentanyl. They will sell you regent kits so that you can test the drugs that you're ingesting. If you choose to be a person who ingests drugs, there are ways to do it with less harm. Uh, obviously, yeah. we're not doctors. But there are people out there who are experts at talking about this stuff. And just seeing them tweet about this fucking candy thing has been so wild to me. Because I'm like, these people are just actively trying to prevent 
folks from overdosing and having bad experiences. And now they got to combat this bullshit. There's fentanyl in the Snickers bar. Yeah. Like, it's just such a waste of time. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's the same way that, like, like when when conservatives say crime, that's just another in their arsenal of, you know, N-words slash maybe Latino folks um, is what they're talking about. And and that's sort yeah. of the narrative. It's like like that's that's the ground that's been seeded rhetorically. It's just like when they say crime, wink, they mean black people. Um, mm-hmm. And like that's what the war on crime is. There was a, another thing going around on Twitter where like um, I believe it was the uh, governor's race in I think like in Oklahoma or something like that, um, where the Democratic candidate pointed out that the murder rate or the crime rate is higher in. Um, Oklahoma than it is in New York and LA and it mm. it was simply like laughed off the stage even though she was like factually correct because um, Republicans specifically but kind of white people in general still just see um, urban crime like it's just like it's <laughs> all like mixed together in a in a war that you can't win against like you can't bring reality to these people's perceptions like Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, the crime rate, you are more likely to be hurt in any Republican-controlled place, both by the government and by the people. <laughs> um, and again, not that Democrats are better. I mean, they are better. They're not good. Like, as as you see in L.A., it's like right-wing Democrats up and down. Not up and down, thankfully, but mostly controlling our city. That's why... You know, you have assholes like Kevin DeLeon refusing to step down, even though literally, even the most like milk toast, like Joe Biden's and fucking Governor Newsom's. No offense, Tony, are my uncle Gavi, my 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 most famous uncle. Are like you gotta fucking resign, you racist. Um, they still won't do it. So I don't know. Again, maybe that's also why I'm so like energized for local shit it's like you we in in la a big city where city council is like preposterously large and still like you know decided by a larger than probably should be number of votes it's still Mm -hmm. like doable like for Mm -hmm. you know just volunteers for you to convince four people to change their vote matters um and it's just so hard to feel like other shit matters sometimes so you know, just uh, be be judicious with your energy, but now's the time to use it. Um, yeah, better now than later. Um, you're not saving it for anything. So, yeah, and no one's no one's giving away their drugs by sticking them in. Candy. Also, that yeah, no one's giving away drugs they paid for <laughs> that they want to ingest themselves. Yeah, it's like so like. I mean, it makes sense. Like, this is, like, these conservative folks are, like, talking about, and they're coming from fantasy land. But it is, like, right. just basically, like, anytime the cops say anything, assume they're lying, because more often than not, they are. And especially assume they're lying if what they're claiming makes no fucking sense. Like, the only way this makes sense is if you think drug dealers are like the cartoon, like the cartoon Joker from a Batman cartoon. Like it just, it's like, man, actually that would, that would make people want to do drugs way more. Why, why do you do this? Ah, I'm crazy. 
Right. If like the plot is just like, ah, I'm crazy. Then like, <laughs> if that's, if that's the implication put forth by the cops, then consider for, you know, consider the possibility that they're just fucking lying. Cause that doesn't make any sense. Who, who, what, what drug dealers out there who, who can, who has the capability of shipping like kilos of fentanyl who also just YOLOs it on like business decisions? <laughs> hey, you want to be funny? Oh, let's kill some kids. Ah, let's put this in some milk duds. Yeah, it's all just, and, it, and it's just like, uh, that Dance Safe account was like, Yo, like we now have to spend all this time and energy refuting these completely unfounded claims just because someone claimed it. Yeah. Someone claimed it and the news runs with it. And there's no evidence. There's no like there's no evidence of this happening. Yeah. And now these organizations that are really doing great work to try and reduce the harm around drug use are distracted and like their resources are stretched thin trying to deal with this bullshit. You know, and I guess if you're someone listening to this too, one one place that maybe you can like refine your worldview a little bit is this idea that the fucking news is quote unquote liberal. Like when you're the when you're just fully repeating cop lies all the time, guess what? And this goes as you know, places like Joe Biden and you know your Kamala Harris's like this like implicit trust in an institution that has been demonstrated over and over and over and over and over again to be racist liars. Um, mm. Oh, speaking of actually, um, Cerise Castle, who was a uh, guest on the show a while ago. Oh yeah. I saw um, has turned her um, series on the, uh, uh, like a reporting series on on the L.A. Sheriff's Department and the gangs within that comprise the L.A. Sheriff's. Um, more than not, basically. Um, I think it's called A History of Violence? Um, into a podcast. Um, so if you're listening to this... Oh, cool. Um, let me pull this up. Yes. All right, let's, let's take a break, and I will literally just find this while we're... Cool. While we're breaking. <laughs> All right, we're back. It was a tradition of violence. I'm yes. I was close. The history close of violence wrong. is a yeah, Vigo Mortensen. Thing. Yes. Film. Yes. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, I've only gotten to listen to clips, but I did actually. I had already initially read the thing uh, on that was on Nakale initially. So if you if podcasts are how you prefer to uh, get your information. Um, consider listening because it is it is just one of those things where like as much as you want it not to be true like I think that's part of it too is like there's a lot of like wishful thinking especially in places like LA or like you know places where like well we're a good city we have like good politics and it's just like no like we absolutely mm. do not live up to our stated values even close um, so yeah anyway Voicemail time? Maybe it's voicemail mm-hmm. time. Let's kick it. Hello, Andrew, Tani, Kevin, and guest. I am a black person working for a nonprofit. And when I first started with this nonprofit, I was the second black person to be hired, and the other was a black man. Uh, 
upon my hire, uh, especially during our uh, introductory meeting, uh, it was assumed that because uh, this person and I were both black people and of different genders that we would be attracted to each other. Uh, so even though we were both married at the time, um, it was still assumed that we would somehow um, be drawn closer together in blackness and that we would somehow, you know, hit it off and become romantically mm-hmm. involved. And this was sort of a, a running suggestion for years at a time. Um, recently at a company picnic, um, when uh, I saw this person again, he's moved on to a different role um, in a different organization and is recently divorced. I am not divorced. Um, once again, our uh, staff doubled down and thought that because he was divorced that I would somehow upend my marriage uh, to be with uh, this black person that they Jesus. all know and love. So um, thank you for listening to me snitch. <laughs> my first thought is this this these people's workplace they need more work they're yeah. too idle too too casual yeah, too we time. we're normally firmly on the side of labor but let's no, give these people need yeah or need to be need let to be out let out for the day if there's not enough work just yeah. let them let them go pay them for the day and let them go yeah, um, they got too much time to sit around and speculate and to s- start breeding people in their minds. <laughs> it is That's what they're doing. So funny just like the casual eugenics that like white people oh. unchecked <laughs> will like will pursue. At a nonprofit too. <gasps> yeah. Casual eugenics. You know, like, Oh my god. If <laughs> if I don't go back in time and start a fucking post punk band called Casual <laughs> Eugenics, what am I even doing with this technology? <laughs> yeah, what why do you have the time machine if you're not gonna use the time machine? If I'm not gonna use it properly to um, go back and start a a, a Glasgow based <laughs> post punk <laughs> band called Casual Eugenics. <laughs> it just it's like, hey white coworkers. Every time you say stuff that, like, why, first of all, you know, there, there's also, okay, like, I get that there's a certain amount of, like, you know, I guess, like, sort of romance or social stuff happens at work, and it's whatever. However, yeah. how much mm-hmm. fucking time do you need to, like, at a certain point where you're just, like, um, you know, spouting like anti-race mixing uh, propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like just how long can that go on before you start to be like maybe I should chill with this at work? And I guess the answer is longer than I think. But I'm just like really. It's also it's just the thing that I forgot who said it first and way more eloquently. But like the the fact that the f- the first and often only thing white people see is race. Yeah. Like the fact that they only see you as two black people who they assume are, you know, because you're not the same gender that you would want to date. And it's like just just completely looking past your humanity, yeah. your interests, your the fact that you were both married, the fact that you're still married, like all the details about you that make you an individual and a human being, all these white people are just proving that adage that all they see is your blackness first. And, and, and only, depressing. not just first, but it's like they clearly didn't get yeah. past it because it's like, we're you no, still bringing this up? Yeah. It's like unreal. 
Also, there's a weird, like, uh, almost like a, oh, don't you want to sleep with him? Because, like, they couldn't say that they want to for some reason. Like, some of those people want to fuck that guy, for sure. (laughs) Especially now that he's divorced. And they're, like, thinking about it. But instead, they want to pair you with him because they think that's more appropriate than them saying out loud, this guy's really hot and now he's divorced and I would ruin my life for him. Like, why don't they just say that out loud? Right. That's clearly what some of them are thinking. Right. And if, yeah, yeah, at least, like, be, make it about yourself instead of, like, then maybe that's it. It's like roping in this, like, coworker or caller into their own shit just because they're not comfortable. Right. Yeah. Just, I mean, if you're, sounds like they're, they're already, like, also, like, this all sounds like an HR problem yeah so if you're already weirdly lightly objectifying the man which you should not be doing yeah just be like hey did you hear that Derek is single isn't he hot end of story yeah i guess there's also um this probably dovetails with some of the election stuff which is like nonprofits are like many places like um or sorry many like quote-unquote progressive places um the 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 fact that they are doing one good ish thing, um, like like a lot of Democrats, um, means they can do five bad things. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like they they like they think this absolves them or makes them necessarily good people, and I think that's like one of the hallmarks of this like sort of like, you know, white feminism type stuff. Like the fact that like so many like, nonprofits are you know, almost regardless of what they actually do are like very actively against like, for instance, unionizing their own workers, like Mm -hmm. just shit like that, where it's just like, it would just be really, really, really nice if one person practiced what they fucking preached even once. Mm. Um, Well, I guess the bigots do. The bigots are great at it. They say what they think and they implement what they think. Um. Caller, my only advice, not that you asked for any, because this was just a snitch call and we love those. So thank love you. Love a snitch. For, start for, snitching. Thank you for snitching. Um, start snitching, stay snitching. Um, uh, is just just the just the turning it back on him with a question like, oh, why do you think I want to yeah. be with him? Why, why me? Why not you? Are you interested in him? You really seem fixated on him. Do you want to blow up your marriage for him? Because yeah. I don't, but you seem to want to talk about it a lot. Yeah. Tell me what about me Makes you think we, yeah. Each other. Oh, really? What do we have in common? I, yeah, I, what a, I will say there was a. I'm l- into Formula One racing, and <laughs> that guy. <laughs> there was a kind of like an anime part, head. <laughs> part of me that was like, this is. I thought where one direction the voicemail might be going is like, and after all that, we did end up together. It didn't, but right. <laughs> Jokes on us. <laughs> I do. Great. I do know that feeling of like I'm. I'm offended that you assumed I would be um, friends with, attracted to, etc. The only other non-white person here, and it happens that you're right, but you are still racist right. for assuming that. <laughs> right. You didn't know it could work out like this, and that's you got on like you. A broken clock. Yeah. Etc. <laughs> that is on you, but fuck you. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Yeah. All right. So thanks for thanks yep, for calling call. in. You know, with snitching, I always just point out just name name the fucking company, guys. Like there's no reason not to. I think they still work there though. Yeah, fine. All right. And if they're the only black people there, it'll be very clear. I guess it's snitched. identifiable, yeah. 
All right, fine. Still, in general, shame. Shame them. Name them and shame them. We, we don't care. You shouldn't either. One more, and then we'll let you all go. <laughs> then you can be dismissed. Hello. It is October, so obviously I have a is this Halloween costume racist question. I'm Yay. white. Uh, my friends in question are white, and they want to do a couple's costume as the scene towards the end of Beetlejuice with the shrunken head man and the witch doctor who shrinks his head. And I expressed concerns about white people being a witch doctor, uh, obviously. And their justification was that it was a character in a movie, not just a generic witch doctor. Kind of like how it is okay to be Pocahontas, but it is not okay to be an indigenous person. And I Whoops. still feel <laughs> about it and would love to hear your thoughts. So, thank you. Who, yeah. who told you it was okay to be Pocahontas, baby? Oh, boy. <laughs> baby, baby, who told you that? <laughs> uh. I mean, maybe it is if you do it, if you were real careful. We all saw that little viral post, that little white kid who wanted to be Malcolm X, and yeah. he and his parents did it real right. They really walked that line. Yeah, but, I think I think that's but, it. It's ooh. It's like, okay, fine, if you must. But it is not broadly, quote, okay to be po- po- Pocahontas, end right. quote. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly it too, not okay. It's too easy to do it wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why, I because in the past we've said, like, you know, Ugh, I guess technically this is fine. But this is exactly that sort of, like, rhetorical slippery slope. Like, you give white people an edge, and all of a sudden they're like, well, of course it's fine to be Pocahontas. And you're like, no, right. Right, mm, mm, that's not, that is not, that's not what anyone meant. Where we're going with this. Uh-uh. And then, and then they take it one step further. Like, oh, no, I'm not just being a fake racist trope. I'm being a specific face racist trope from a fucking racist movie. Right. A racist moment in a racist movie, whatever. Right. You know, like, you know how it would be bad to just dress as an Asian stereotype, but, you know, you could dress as Long Duck Dong from 16 Candles. Yeah. You know? Like, what this the, the fuck are you... This is the logic you're positing, caller. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And, you know, and it's also just like... The phrase, quote, witch doctor, is just like, are you fucking kidding? Like, yeah. So, so, yeah, I I mean, caller, I guess we appreciate you calling it, but good fucking God. Like, do you, do you not? I also. What, what is it that we say that would, could potentially lead someone down to, this is fine, a fine thing to call it. I don't know. I also like. Okay, I'm looking at pictures of this. I haven't seen Beetlejuice since I was a literal child. So I'm looking at pictures of this, and it's, I don't know who the actor was, but it's probably a white person in some kind of fake pan-African fake-ass-looking thing, and then the shrunken head guy. Yeah, so it's not going to be great, but it also doesn't strike me, I mean... Yeah, like the bones on the arm. Yeah, and shit. I there's there's just no. It's not I, I I feel a hundred percent confident. I'm not even going to bother looking it up. There's no way in which this is okay. Like you can't uh, just be like, oh, it's a different racist, or it's like a, you know, this this racist trope. You can't like launder it 
by its existence All in a right. movie. Movies have a ton Just of racist be- shit in them. Be Beetlejuice and the shrunken head guy. That's what yeah. I was going to say. The nice the sh- thing about Beetlejuice is there's like 65 characters to choose from. So we've right. narrowed it down to 64. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. Choose the other character. There's a bunch of non-problematic characters. Yeah. It's really like, yeah. I I just, people, yeah. I guess to me, this this the vo- this voicemail hooked me because of the very casual, well, of course, it's fine to be Pocahontas. And I was like, what? Sure. <laughs> yay, 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 yay. Um, be the house. But this is. Yeah. Yeah. This, you can't give white people yeah. an inch. This, this is, I'm going back. This, this Halloween is making me regress. All the largesse we've extended to even our white listeners is you guys are on probation once again. You guys don't know um, how to act right, apparently. No. But then you go to a party like we all went to this weekend where everyone was in fun, as far as I saw, non-problematic <laughs> costumes, which we will talk more about on our Friday show called Yo Can We Live, where mm-hmm. we just hang out and we talk about fun shit. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to talk about racism. And we'll tell you all about Kevin's cool costume and Andrew's cool costume and my non-costume because mm-hmm. I didn't know I was going until 10 minutes before. Nah, and you were fine. We'll shoot the shit and we'll tell you about some excellencies that people of color are doing during the week. It's a fun old time. Subscribe at suboptimalpods.com. It helps us keep this free-ass show going. What else do we tell the people? Uh, we tell them, call in 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Um, good week to sure snitch is. on any of the racist costumes you saw. Maybe if we get a lot of them, we will, we'll do a little compilation. Um, just a fun. <laughs> in memoriam. Fun, yeah, in memoriam to people's careers. Um, be specific when you snitch. Suboptimalpods.com. You can hear me tr- learning how to sing, trying to, taking the first shaky steps. Um, Suboptimal Pods. Yo, is this racist? Kevin J. Bartell, Trondi Newman, Andrew mm-hmm, T. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Apodaca, Apodaca texted me last night. Tawny teaching Andrew to sing podcast of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Apodaca. Uh, I told him he's next and we're going to do a Weezer tune. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. No, he needs to do something more difficult. He probably knows how to sing all those Weezer songs. That's true. Kind of, They're rangy, though, man. Oh, right. You guys watched oh, me try to do Buddy Holly after Tawny giving Andrew all these good notes, and I applied none of them when I tried. True. All right, all right. Buddy Holly is a Buddy Holly is a fucking Olympic sport. That is not just a song. No, yeah, that is very hard. This is we're we're all learning here. This is wonderful. Anyway, um, yeah. If if anyone and if anyone is any of my haters are listening to this. Um, this is a perfect time for you to subscribe because it is personally embarrassing to me that this exists. So uh, enjoy. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's We did it. Peace. Bye. This is Suboptimal.